Don't want no street guys, gas lamps, shotguns, golf clubs. I've got my spear. So no matter what they tell him, I'll stay right here. They've got things like the atom bomb. So I think yes, I'll stay so where I am. Civilization. I'll oh, stay God, right that's... here. There we I go. I you were singing. <laughs> And welcome. Oh shit, you were recording. <laughs> to World 1 Stage 1. I'm Simon. I'm Troy. I'll jump in there. I'm Jack. And I'm Zoe. Yes, that's right. We have four hosts hang this on. week. Hang on, hang on, hang on. One, two, three, four. Schmucks. Or something. <laughs> supposed to be like. You didn't think that one through. Yeah, I don't think more complimentary. Through. Like, yeah, four podcasters. Ah! Ah, ah. Are, you, are you insinuating that the four of us are not schmucks? Well, do, are you aware of what schmuck means? Yes. Talk to the microphone, not to Troy. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> for, for those of our listeners who have uh, never never had it come up in conversation, schmuck is... Or come off in conversation. Yeah. Schmuck is... Now, just correct me if I'm wrong. It's the piece of your foreskin that gets cut off during a circumcision, isn't it? Uh, that would be barely Don't accurate, call yeah. me a schmuck. Okay. I wouldn't know. <laughs> you might be a schmuck. I don't, I'm not really familiar with what they look what they look like. And this edition of TMI Friday has been brought to you by <laughs> Mr. Jack. And that leads us nicely into our topic for the week. Does it really? What, circumcision? So. How? Yeah. What? <laughs> Please tell me we've got a bit of listener mail that has something to do with my religious affiliation. No. Okay. No, I was just thinking circumcision, civilization. Oh, they both start with the a CI? They do. Yep. Circumulization. Some would say that circumcision is a proof of civilization, and others would say it's the opposite. I'm a big fan of, like, everything being in one piece. Wow, I, are we actually having a debate I, on our preferences? I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even either. I agree. I accidentally, the whole topic. So, shall we move You're accidentally rapidly? the whole penis. I did not oh, accidentally just the schmuck. I did not accidentally the whole penis. <laughs> just the schmuck. Shall we move rapidly and terrifyingly yes, away? Fast. Yes, yes, please. So, what are we here to discuss? Wait a second. Apparently, wang. Wait a second. I've got to back up. We can't hit the main topic yet, and this has nothing to do with penis. We haven't given a shout out, did we? Wait. Well, I think we might have done, and I'm just rehashing old just, subjects. Just, just oh, talk. Game reviews uh, with Jonathan Mitchell. Have we mentioned it since it went properly live? We did, but it was in the episode that died. Did that die? Which one was it? I don't know. I don't remember. But if we haven't mentioned it... Let's do it again. Game reviews with Jonathan Mitchell. Yes. Absolutely awesome video video game review. As in Video game review videos. As in like a, a, a vodcast. Is that the... Yes. The, yeah. And man, like is it that cool. word. man, is it cool? It really is. And he's lovely because he like knows who we are. Absolutely. So if we haven't given him a shout out, here it is. And if we have, here's another. Yep. That's how good it was. It's fine by us. I've only seen one of the episodes other than episode one now, but I can't remember the name of the game. 
but it did make me want to just sing always I want to be robot it was that brightly coloured it wasn't robot unicorn attack he was reviewing but it was a Sega Saturn game oh, which had crystals and fairies and a dude with enormous red hair it was very scary you must play Sega Saturn no having the internet directly in front of me oh fantastic I can possibly always look this up. I, be with you. I might not be able to look it up. My my browser might decide to cause me pain. Oh no! Ah, Astel. Astel. That was it. Astel. It's like a pastel up your ass. Is that? Just, isn't that just a pastel suppository? Is there a really? Do you have to portmanteau that? No, I suppose not. It might be an ass castle. So yeah, visit gamereviewswithjm.com. Yep. And do it now. Well, not now. We'll wait. In in about an hour. That'll be fine. Yep, that's cool. Keep your schedules open, kids. <laughs> Make no plans. We never do. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Did, have you guessed that yet? I, I think it's well known, actually. Uh, but yes, following on from last week's re-recording of a lost episode... Welcome to this re-recording of a lost episode. Part duh. Ah, but it's all brand new territory for me. It is, because you weren't at the previous session. I'm so the layman. This is actually better than oh? the last one, because we have four of us. More is better. More is better. Although you try telling anyone who's married that. Well, more is better if you're trying to achieve the conquest end game. I always go for conquest. I always go for cultural victory and space race. Absorb everything around me. Like, space race. Like Dylan Moran's version of what America does, where everybody's sitting in the cafe discussing the capitalist pigs, and then they look up, and it's a Starbucks. Space race. <laughs> Communism. Violence. <laughs> Got to admit, total violence. No, I always went for vaguely despotic regimes. I would always go for either socialism or fundamentalism and just wander but, around going, no, people. Before we get too far into the depths of before our we get political into machinations. the end of the game, yeah. <laughs> shall we start with the beginning? Yay! And when we get to the end, stop. No. And then carry on again, only we won't be, because we'll actually be waiting a week, wink, wink, before we record the next episode. Yes. 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 Indeed. Totally. I'll hurt you. Okay, to to the history. To the history. Oh, we're talking about civilization. We're talking about civilization. Dear God. You already knew this. I know, but I don't know if we mentioned what we were talking about. Several times. Civilization. Civilization. We started with the Gremlins gag. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if any of that would be like kept in or not. So do I. Okay, cool. Maybe we didn't start with the Gremlins gag. It might not be in the show. God, oh, it's from damn, the show. we're professionals. <laughs> yes, so anyway, civilization. Civilization. It's. Ah, yes, we need to get into my hatred of the 4X classification of video games. Yes! It is a game that fits in the genre called 4X, or if you ask me, it's called the 4E genre. What does 4X stand for then? Exploration. Uh, uh, exploitation. There we go. Uh, the expansion. Yep, so that's... And... I can't remember the other one. Ha <laughs> ha! I, I never could. Extraño. <laughs> but let's just, let's just point out, very swiftly, those are all E words. Yes, they all start with E. 
Exploration, expansion, exploitation, and extermination. Uh, <laughs> We've got one of those nailed down, I think. Yeah. So yes, the 4X gameplay. Henceforth referred to as 4E gameplay to prevent explosions. Also <laughs> because that's just correct. Yeah. We're right, it's four they're words wrong. that begin with E. World 1 Stage 1, well-known pedants. Pedants, not how... <laughs> cut that bit. Dear God, cut that bit. I was... For a moment, I thought you were just trolling and trying to get me to go, it's pedants! Maybe he but is you trolling. did anyway. But I did it instead. Well, he corrected himself as well, so that's three of the four of us have done it. I like pudding. <laughs> so 4E gameplay. 4E gameplay. Uh, consists of exploring the world around you, expanding into the world around you, exterminating anything you find in the land around you, and exploiting things you find around you. Things and people. Sometimes exploiting is often a better chance, uh, sorry, a better option than just exterminating, because when you steal technology from, like, China, it's great. Yeah, it's like they will trade it for a ceasefire, and then you break the ceasefire, because you have the knowledge. <laughs> 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 oh no, we can't take that off you now that you've actually shot at us again. Unless you've been a stupid person and decided to choose democracy as your government form, whereupon the Senate blocks every decision you make. And your people get really sad when you start wars. They shouldn't be sad. You are kind of into your totalitarianism, aren't oh, you? Yeah. In civilization, yeah. Fascist police state <laughs> is win in civilization. I mean, yeah, I'm a socialist, but Russia did it wrong. Fascistic theocracy all the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, hail the Holy Empire people. of Obabu. Unitu! Unitu! What? This is probably offensive in some way, and I shouldn't agree. No, the, whole, the, the Holy Empire of Obabu is not offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, basically, oh, Holy babe. Empire's all the way. Yeah. Very violent. It's the way to go. But once again, we've strayed from trying to talk about the history and the beginning straight on to how to conquer. Let's take a look at the Wikipedia article, shall we? Yeah, let's just <laughs> go. So, Civilization is a game by Sid Meier. Hello, you famous bastard. Who you'll probably recognise because he puts his name in front of almost every game he's ever made. Is it Sid Meier or Sid Meier? Yes. I, I assume Meier. That's how I read I it. I assume Meier. But... Well... Unless he comes out and like but comes out and hits you I think for it is... getting it wrong. No, I think it is Maya. I could be wrong, I'll admit. Depends if it's German. But... Well, he's Canadian, so it's more likely to be of French origin. Ah. Sid Meier, I don't want you to be a French guy. You can, well, be, you can be Canadian. Not... Canadians are cool. Yeah, you not... can be a Canadian guy, but I don't want us to be a French guy. Not with guy. the racism again, Troy. Not with the racism. <laughs> Come on, Troy, what is it with you and your xenophobia? I, I'm just practicing yeah, my Jack. Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> you look nothing like Bill O'Reilly. I'm not 800 for a start. Anyway, we're drifting wildly again. We do that. But yes, Sid Meier... Kind of our trademark. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. He founded the company Microprose with a man named Bill Steely. <laughs> Why is that Steely. funny? Runs around robbing things while you're not looking. Okay. He's so steely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Microprose immediately licensed the right to use the name Civilization from Avalon Hill, the manufacturers of board games, who already owned the copyright on the name for the game. Yeah. 
uh, because basically Sid Meier's wanted to make Civilization, as we know the first game, which was possibly the first 4X, 4E. Definitely one of the, it's the primogenitor. It is in that era of gaming which nothing came before it, so to call it the first I don't think would be wrong. It is up there, it's possibly Master of Orion beat it. But to tell. no one at, cares about that. Yeah, when you I look do. at the last oh, influence, no, it's, it's it's another one of those things where we've gone. This is this is like one of the first examples of something that's existed for a decade before it came out. Uh, we've done that thing again. Oh, oh. what came first, Chicken? Uh, Reach for the Stars. Oh, in 1983. That sounds like a super good game. It might well have been. Wait a second. Spacewood say- Ho was out the year before, and that is a brilliant game. Would Oregon Trail not in a similar vein? No. 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 All right, whatever. I just wanted to say Oregon Trail. Because at no point do you expand. You do. No, no you, you don't. You go you to Oregon. Die of dis- <laughs> That's you, moving. That's not expanding. Because you haven't left anyone where you started, uh, and then you die of dysentery. Right, I, 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 gotta, I gotta ask, what the hell is Oregon Trail? It is a classic video game where you play a pioneer setting out on the Oregon Trail, heading west. Oh. And then everyone dies of malnutrition and dysentery. And, Basically, yes. Yeah. Uh, which Sounds reminds good. me, oh, yes, people should totally check out Alderaan Trail. No. It's not a game, but it's a series of concept art for, yes, Troy, that face is entirely appropriate. Oh, no. For an Oregon Trail-style game with Alderaan as the destination. No, don't go to Alderaan. Don't go to Alderaan. A lot of people want to, well, one person wants to kill you on Alderaan. But he has the means to, and dysentery will be the least of your problems. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he doesn't particularly want to kill you, just everyone. He's got really. major beef. Anyway, there's, there's killing at Alderaan. Don't go there. So Civilization. Oh yeah, that thing. Uh, was quite a late example of a 4X game. 4E! 4E! <laughs> you, you bastard! You've fallen off your own horse. I have, I You're have. I was so off your good own last time. You've been hoisted by your own wagon. I was so... <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. Your Oregon Trail wagon. God! <laughs> Wow, what is with us today? Anyway, Civilization's great, and I'd really like to to talk about it, but man, it's hard, because how do you describe Civilization? (laughs) Well, the board game came out like a decade beforehand, and I don't, I've never played it, I don't know if it actually has any similarity in gameplay, I just know the name. I imagine tech research would be really hard in in a board game. You think that, but not necessarily. I can only assume that a board game of Civilization would be played basically like Risk. No. No. Anyway. With the expansion and the... You're wrong and ugly. Oh. (laughs) Sorry. You're ugly. You got the expansion and the extermination down. Yeah. And the exploitation, I suppose. Yeah. No, because they don't ever give you resources or anything. You just kill them. Uh, You just take over Australasia and win. They do give you resources, though. Man. Give you deployment cards. If you oh. promise not to attack, and then you attack. So in other words, it's exactly like Civilization based on what we've said. Except I never promise not to attack and then attack in Risk. I do. For some reason, I'm nicer in that game than I'm in Civilization. <laughs> it's because they're, they're not an AI. Yeah, yeah they, it's because they're they real can reach over and punch They you. have physical fists made of bone uh, and flesh. And, and, also, and also, if you're one of two girls, you feel some kind of need to beat everyone else. There is a solidarity in that, I think. So yeah, I think this is one of those instances where the history isn't actually that fascinating, other than to know that this is 
where Sid Meier's got his start. But if you don't already know that... Yeah, Sid Meier. <laughs> what's he famous for? Civilization, and? mostly. And Pirates. And? Pirates was awesome. And any game starting with Sid Meier. Yeah. If it starts with Sid Meier, you're on the call winner. <laughs> Although the original Civilization didn't. No. It was only when... It was uh, a microprose title. He threw his toys out of the pram and went to Firaxis. That he started naming everything after himself. Aww. He kind of did a George Foreman, really, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, actually. The more I look into that, I'm not sure if I, I like Sid Meier quite so much, considering he was like, I'm going to go and make my own company with Blackjack and Hookers, and then I'm going to make a series of games called Sid Meier's Gettysburg, Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri, Sid Meier's Civ 3, Sid Meier's Sim Golf, Sid Meier's Pirates, why, Sid Meier's why did Civ not 4. Ma- why did Sid Maxis not yell at him for Sim Golf? Why I don't did... know. I suppose Sim, being short for simulation, you can't really copyright Sim. And also because it was published by EA. Oh. Uh, so. It prints money. <laughs> so they would have appreciated anybody thinking it was a Maxis Sim game. I think so, yeah. Sif was cool, Pirates were cool. We'll have to do an episode on Pirates someday. Yes. Yeah, it has been requested, for example. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it has. Yes. You, you should know. You told me. Yeah, that's true. any game which features dancing is a... God! I can't even finish that thought. Dancing is a critical mechanic in that game. This is just a thoroughly uneditable mess right now, isn't it? The world ends with you. Dancing is a critical mechanic. Rapper the rapper... Yeah, but it's a game about pirates. DDR. Well, you've got to dance. <laughs> DDR, it's hey. a fairly critical mechanic. Yeah, but the plot far outweighs, you know. <laughs> I just remember, else. it's all about plot. Gameplay can suffer in the name of story. <laughs> Heavenly I, Sword taught us this. I think that's where DDR really stands head and shoulders above the competitors. This is not about civilization. Correct. What are we doing? <laughs> Somebody please help us. <laughs> We're just doing a really odd filler show, aren't we? I'm trying to help. Right, okay, help us. Tell us about civilization. I don't know. You've got the internet in front of you because you use that as a tool to pretend to be more intelligent than everyone else when actually you've got the computer. You could have a computer computer right here. (laughs) Where the shit did that come from? (laughs) I mean, we're all thinking thinking it. it. (laughs) (laughs) You could have made notes. Your computer is right here. I made notes. Oh. Not for this episode, but I've made notes. <laughs> oh. I've, you've played Civilization? Yes. Tell I don't, us about I don't know about experience. the history of it. Oh, I, no, we're saying screw the fuck history. Fuck the history. Civilization exists. Okay. I can't help because I've only played Civ 2. I can't remember if I started with Civilization or Civ 2 because I only remember that I was trapped at someone's house because my mum was having some kind of meeting with other mums. So yeah. we found. It was an organisation meeting for some club where you're far too academic for their own good. Children got to sit around painting Warhammer figurines. Still, it's fair to say the basic gameplay of all the Civilization games, at, at its foundations, is the same. So it doesn't really matter to some extent or other, unless it's revolutions <laughs> or some shit, which it, Civ game we've played. As it continues, they don't sort of mess with the base mechanics at all they just add new fiddly bits the base mechanics are are pretty simple there is a world which you choose some parameters about to decide what sort of a world you want to live in goddamn fucking archipelago maps (laughs) i loved archipelagos that's because you come from oceana yeah 
Pangeas. Pangeas. That that is for lazy, but I'm lazy. Yeah, so. I hate land wars. I like land wars, especially in Asia. Never uh, engage in a land war over Russia. <laughs> um, and once you've chosen your world, you are set on, into it with a settlement and a unit, which is normally something like an explorer or a warrior, or it is dependent on the uh, the civilization that you choose to play. Yes, because that is the the other starting element that you have to decide upon is which civilization will you represent? Because Americans, it, because it could easily just be you know who you want to be, and everyone's the same. But it does you do actually have to think tactically, sort of, from the moment of picking which civilization you want to be. Yeah, each um, civilization gets its own benefit to the game. Its um, own starting knowledge, its yep. own specific units it can already build compared to everyone else, etc. And of course, good-hearted people start with England. No. no. Americans. <laughs> the, the mercantile bonus you get from playing as Roosevelt is, is astounding. Egyptians or the Sioux. Orc men. What? We're not talking about test of time yet. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just... We'll ignore Civilization 1, that Roosevelt wasn't in, the Sioux weren't in. Uh, yeah, we'll just move on to Civ 2. Okay. Civ 1 did have the amazing feature of PC speaker music. Yes. And there was nothing quite so great as sitting there listening to the Russian do-do-do-do bleeping its way <laughs> out of your little speaker. Oh, PC speaker music is just horrific. Am I right in saying that when it started off... Sort of in Civ Two, when you picked a civilization, you could then choose between one famous male leader and one famous female leader. Yes, but that's then, right. but then in later ones, it changed to like, no, this one has, a, this one is led by a woman, this one is led by a man. No choice. Yes, uh, it was only in Civ Two that you could choose gender. Oh, sad. Uh, Civ One, you couldn't. Civ Three, you couldn't. But in Civ Two, you had the male leaders or the female. Hence, Lincoln or Roosevelt. If you started as the Americans, yeah. for example. Wait, wait. Eleanor. Oh, I see. Eleanor yes. Roosevelt. Eleanor Roosevelt. Right, okay. <laughs> I was very confused. Wildly regarded as the power behind the throne. If you play the Carthaginians, you can either be Hannibal. Boo. Or murder. Have awesome elephants and, and Kilimatron power. Elephants are useless. Or you can sing mournful songs about tea and be Dido. What? That's that's not what Dido actually does. It is. It is. I've heard her on the radio. No not, <laughs> no, not her. She can go away. It is a little bit... Uh, history sort of weights my opinion on who I'm going to start as. Like, If I were ever to play the French in Civ 2, I would want to play as Louis. Because if I play as Joan d'Arc, I'm like, well, they're just going to set me on fire. Joan d'Arc. that to happen. Only if you lose. Spoiler warning. She burns. And Russians... I can't bring myself to play as Catherine the Great for reasons I won't go into. <laughs> but that's Man. not true. I think, I but think the, it's still. I think the horse is performing the sexual act. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was me not going into it. I knew I could rely on one of you. All right. <laughs> and and I have a horrible feeling. Who the, who else do the Russians get then? The Russians, Vladimir Lenin. Oh, excellent. Okay, mm. cool. Which I is the completely sort of different points in Russian history in terms of. Well, yes, a what lot they of get. them are separated quite greatly in history mm. if you look at them. Well, no, what's what's up with the the English leaders? Because in my memory, it was Let's Henry VIII and Elizabeth I, which is like no, 
good memory at all yeah yeah so they're one of the ones where it's like actually exactly the same sort of government was going on because tudors and everybody in between henry the eighth and elizabeth the first promptly died so (laughs) they're the good courtesy to be dull and dead i wouldn't exactly call queen mary Mary dull dull. (laughs) dead it's like she killed as many people as her younger sister elizabeth but in a considerably smaller space of time well, you know, when you when you absolutely got to make sure you stay queen for a while. Yeah, Civ 2 also <laughs> refined things a little bit in terms yeah. of the gameplay. Uh, it was the game that introduced the concept of firepower levels between units. Yep. In order to stop that embarrassing situation where the spear-throwing man could destroy your battleship. That's the one? Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> That is the example they cite, actually, as to why they did it. Your steel-coated battleship and then some Roman-style phalanx dude sits there and goes, I throw spear at you, and some then your battleship sinks. handed primitive. And it also added in the automation, so you could tell this engineer, hey, go and spaghettify the country with roads. Gah, spaghetti. <laughs> it worked. Yeah, except then it was so much easier for other people to invade you because they just took advantage of your roads but uh, destroyed them behind them. Whereas in All later versions later of roads. Civ, uh, only units which had a special ability could make use of enemy roads. I think it was Commando. That's and... silly. That was great. Everyone can use roads the same. Nah. I don't know. I've, I've, I've been around the Birmingham like one-way system. Not everyone can use a road. <laughs> that is true. Or the magic roundabout in Swindon. Yeah, but they can use the same road the same. No, I think you'll find that if you try and invade an enemy country by their road system... Admittedly, you don't know where everything goes, especially if their engineers have spaghettified And it. they'll know where you are. <laughs> you'll be spotted. You know what I found out the other day? The, the one-way system in Calcutta changes direction at two o'clock in the afternoon. The fuck? Yeah. That's cruel and unusual. That's What if you're driving... At two o'clock, best hope you don't fucking do down that. a one-way road, and then someone goes, "Oh, it's after two and turns into the road at the other end, and you've both got the right of way. You, you decide who's going to give first. Bigger car wins. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. You courage wolf the shit out of that one. <laughs> um, two o'clock, time to drive. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go, go pop out for lunch. What time is it? Ten to two. Oh shit. <laughs> Civ two. Civ 2. Civ 2. Which we are talking about. Well, I only have ever played... Uh, see, I know it's Test of Time. That's but... Civ 2 add-on, add isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but because of like when I had it on my old Windows ME computer, I think it was, um, it just shortened the desktop icon thing name of it. So it was, to me, always Civilization 2 Test of Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so I was always wondering who the fuck Tim was. I assumed he was one of the other Hawkmen. I actually really liked Test of Time because it had the silly Lord of the Rings rip-off one, yep. but it actually in- had a different system than Civ 2 in that instead of one map... You could go underground or it would ha- It had three maps instead, didn't it? It had four. Oh, because underwater yep. as well because of the Triton you had, merpeople. You had merpeople, you had the sky if you had um, your sort of hawk men, yep. and you could go underground if you were um, Stygian or goblins, I believe. Yeah, I think Speaking so. now on the extreme modability of the Civ 2 engine. Yeah. Yep. And that test of time also involved the Alien Worlds one, where yep. you had four different planets on the map, and they were like drastically different environments. Yep. So it was essentially a continuation of Alpha Centauri in a way. Pretty much. <laughs> well, it was a 
Precursor to Alpha Pre- Centauri. Precursor. Yeah. No, I've I've gotten forgotten. Sid Meier's Alpha Centauri I'm... was a fantastic game. I got that wrong, cut it. No. We get things wrong all the time. I hate you. No, you don't. We hate Simon I sh- too, but I, he still I should get special things. privileges. No. Well, you do. There are things I do with you that I do not do with Jack and Troy. <laughs> what? Not what? Not what? <laughs> I would argue that you have special privileges. Okay, just not in this arena. Not in this arena. Okay. In this arena, all men and women are created equal, apart okay. from ones with laptops in front of them. Okay. Who, who reign as <laughs> gods. Who are slightly more equal than everyone else. <laughs> wow, I should be playing as Lenin, shouldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Lenin was relatively okay at this time. Just yeah, but he was more equal than others. Yeah, yeah. Socialist. Yeah, because he had a really nice beard. Yeah, as do I. A great. That's true. I think I have the finest beard in this room. But you don't have a shiny, shiny head. I do. I just hide it under all my hair. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Your flowing Nordic locks. As I say, you should be Eric the Red. If you're going to play any leader, you should be Eric the Red. Surely. I'm not red. Or Leif Eriksson. Or Eric. Or Or a Viking. Or Brunhilde. I can't think of any female female Viking leaders. Who did they have? Because Civilization 2 did include the Norse. Did it? Yeah. I didn't think it did, but maybe I I never picked them, I guess. Knut and Gunhild. Gunhild! That was it. Capital Trondheim. Let's go there. It sounds like a great place. I always picked custom names for my cities so I could call them stupid things while I went along. I always wound up playing New Zealand. And eventually I'd run out of names for cities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a sad, sad state of affairs. So wait, you know what you do then? You go back to your first city and just put new in front of it? I know. See, the problem was, is when I'd, I'd run out of names for cities and then start thinking of little towns. So I had the mightiest naval power city in the world, Foxton, which actually has a population of about 500. Is that the one with the, the beach? <laughs> is that the one with the giant statue of Lenin in the middle? No, no, no. It's not a giant statue. It's just a bust. Oh, That's okay. um, near Ashurst, if I recall correctly. That means nothing to us. It means nothing about civilization. <laughs> <laughs> now, am I the only one who, if they play um, a country they know well, like when I play as England, uh-huh. you start to get predisposed as to what each of your cities should do based on what they're called? Yep. So yep. Birmingham is the sort of industry powerhouse. See- yeah, and I, I build one comes up as Liverpool and I go, right, docks. <laughs> yeah, but or we're land <laughs> building docks. When the when the world wonders become available, you start desperately trying to cram. You know the the Statue of Liberty. If you're playing as the Americans, God fucking damn! See, I never paid any attention to this because I was like, I'm having this and I'm having this, and mostly I'd play as civilizations that had sort of not gotten to the level of being allowed to build their own epic cities and was like, right, I'm having the Hanging Gardens. Screw you, Babylon. You can't have it. Uh, <laughs> and so on. Holy shit, ancient Rome has the nuke. <laughs> <laughs> yes, references to the wonders makes me think that maybe we should explain a little bit more about the gameplay than we have done so far. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's been mostly fond reminiscing of us. Which isn't a bad thing. We're, we're That's retro, nice. You know, it's nice. It's what we like. It's nice. Uh, so we've established that you start with a settler. Mm-hmm. He settles a settlement. Actually, can I, I, I you thought have to pick of really good terrain. A, a great way to um, explain this. I, I was having an epiphany, uh, as you're familiar how that works. Yeah, you were yeah. on the toilet. Uh, yeah. My best ideas come to me while I'm voiding myself. It's 
Very strange. But no, the way to explain the basic gameplay of Civilization is that there are four resources. Sorry, three resources off the top of my head, especially in the earlier versions, which are uh, food, money, and uh, production ability. Mm -hmm. Well, these are the resources that you see as stats in each city. Resources in terms of what's around you in the surrounding areas change drastically and have well, like yeah. a lot of stuff things you like can oil and, and tin and all that sort of stuff and but elephants because ivory is cool but your three your three main sort of not resources but requirements yeah. govern the usefulness of each city really because somewhere that's around a lot of mountains is going to naturally be able to build many mines and will produce much more but, but it's, it's going to have problems with occasionally having food riots yeah say because there's no farmland Whereas a really well-fed nation, sorry, really well-fed city, isn't necessarily going to be able to churn out a tank in two turns, but population allows you to support more scientists and tax collectors and what have you. And more sort of um, units that aren't sort of... um, I forget the word for a unit that is just people. Specialist. I guess. Uh, A a person in a city. A guy. Just people. Okay. (laughs) Poople. Or you can get to make more infantry and stuff. Yes, you need people to recruit infantry. That much is but, certainly true. <laughs> no, because I'm saying that a city with a higher population is going to be able to yeah. do that quicker. That's what I mean. Uh, and I was agreeing with you, but yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so where you place your first city is going to be a strategic decision based on the presence of these resources and how you want to begin. If you want to be um, cultural victory, high research, you're going to want a lot of good agricultural land because you're going to want mm. to support population expansion. And it might not matter so much if you put, you know, about coastal areas until later because, you know, there might be other civilizations on the same landmass as you and there's no point trying to culturally influence a bit of sea because there's no but one there. you do want water. Yeah. You want rivers that you can Rule get. Britannia. <laughs> Alternatively, if you are looking at a naval conquest, you will want... To be by the sea. Start on an island or something. Kind of significant that you get access to the water if you want to be a (laughs) naval power. And equally, you might want a lot of mines if you're going to go the heavy armour route. Yeah. So once you've made this decision and established your city, you start researching technologies, developing the city, building libraries and markets and all sorts of things within it, or developing your army, depending on how you play. Or trying to strike a balance. Or trying to strike a balance. No one I know does that. No, it's it's much better to just min-max the hell out of it, usually, because otherwise you're yeah. really b- behind compared to everyone else, because the AIs will instantaneously be min-maxing something, and you'll, you'll have got average stats on everything, but they'll be running around with a nuke or something. Yep. So Don't let them run around with a nuke. They will use it. I've because never been nuked. They're stupid and violent. That's why you do it first. Or just try and make sure nobody else manages to do the Manhattan Project and you never do it either. Because each of the AIs has their own personality trait which will dictate how they play. So they do min-max. You know, you get a very warlike race and they will be expanding their military. But you get the ancient... Oh, well, the ancient Greeks, I suppose, are fairly balanced. Yeah, True. The Romans mm. as well, mm. because they, they tend to strike between military and uh, economic conquest. But if you've yeah. got the English as one of your AI opponents, they will go all military and rush off oh, yes. and naval battle everybody. And if you've got... I'm trying to think of one that would mostly do cultural stuff and scientific stuff as opposed to military. It's tough, isn't it? Yeah. Because they were all America pretty under Roosevelt, uh, as, as a PC 
tends to um, Babylon. lead towards it. Babylon, Babylon was, yeah, Babylon. Babylon was all about religion and science. The Sumerians in later games. Mm. Yeah, because they did replace a lot of... The, it's like they replaced the Sioux with the Iroquois, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. From there, you can build up more settlements as well. You know, this is the expansion part. Because you might have one area that's fantastic for supporting a high population and one area that's fantastic for supporting mining. So need a city in each place. So you set whichever city you've already got to sit there and produce some more settlers and send them off. Yep. And then you can develop roads between them and you start building a civilization. Mm. Occasionally, you will make contact with other civilizations. And invariably, you will kill them. No. Well, I was going to say, in messengers turn up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they bring salutations from other worlds. And they may want to trade technology. They often want to trade technology. And theirs will inevitably be a rubbish one that they are trying to sneakily trade off for a really good one and you tell them to go away. They're probably very proud of their ability to make hexagonal wheels or something. (laughs) It's it's when the Mongols barely show up and go, give us the secret of armour. No, you'll just blow me Mongols. There's one, if one people on this world, I don't want to have armor, it's you. We have invented the wheel. We would like to swap this technology for... Gunpowder. Com- for computers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. We have mastered the use of abacus. <laughs> Teach us how to fly. We would like to understand your cold fusion technology. We don't have any technology of our own, but we will trade our map with you. Oh, that was the other <laughs> the one they do. They it. And then if you ever did, because when I was young and foolish, I would go, oh, I've not explored too much. I'll trade a map. And they would inevitably have like a quarter of what I'd explored and two cities in it. I'm like, well, at least I know that you're going to be easy to either culturally, culturally absorb in later games or just freaking destroy. Oh, wait, I just gave you the secret to make flamethrowers. Oh, why did I do that? <laughs> if you kill them quickly enough, it won't matter. That's true. So yes, you're racing basically with these other civilizations to develop the strongest military or the most cultural influence. Because if you are... Or a space rocket. Or a space rocket. Uh, because if you are culturally significant enough, people will just convert to you, essentially. It also helps if you've got religious missionaries wandering around. Funny that. Yeah. <laughs> and yes... Eventually, as the sciences go up and up and up, you will eventually be given the opportunity to build a space rocket and go and colonise a world in our neighbouring star, Alpha Centauri. And then you play Alpha Centauri, which I never did because I never made a space rocket. I do, though, because that's how I always try to win, because I wanted to go and then play a game of Alpha Centauri and make it one continuing storyline. See, I should have done that and gone and played Test of Time, but I never did. I never made that connection. I was so (laughs) silly. Uh, So... As we've already established, we have two people here who go for the military victory. Yep. Well, military slash, like, cult brainwashing. So you go for the scientific military victory. While my enemies are kicking around with maces and and longbowmen, if I can get there fast enough, if I can if I can manage it, I have to You try before, and go for the Falklands victory. I'll roll on up with my tanks. So you don't necessarily have the benefit of numbers or anything, but yours are better because you've worked harder at it. Yep, three or four tanks will quite happily take down the English civilization. I don't know why you said English there. Because I normally play the Americans and the English don't go for a very scientific heavy play style. No, they just build a whole lot of ships and go, ah, we destroy you. And it's like, your ships are made of wood. 
<laughs> my ships are made of fight. I have torpedoes. <laughs> Just more accusations of racism, mostly. Here is here is my submarine. Goodbye, Empire. Ah, the submarine, he says. His great invention is a ship that is already sunk. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Kaboom. <laughs> and I, I'm quite interested that between the four of us sat around this table, we've been talking about various endings, and not one of us has actually brought up the diplomatic victory yet. No, oh, becoming no. elected UN Secretary General. You never want the UN, and if someone else makes it, you refuse to become a member, because then it's exactly <laughs> the same as democracy, where the Senate keeps blocking your decisions, no, you but you now have the UN weapons. yelling at you. You have to adopt this trade philosophy. You Let's... can't You can't break the peace treaty with this person. God, my fuck God. you, damn it. But my God told me I could. You mean your leader? That's right. <laughs> Which is one of the really annoying ones if you find somebody who is more culturally influential than you, so you're having difficult Im- difficulty influencing them, and then you go to war, and then democracy yells at you, and you become a religious fundamentalist or a communist. <laughs> I like See, the fundamentalism. Do you remember when we did the Elder Scroll show, and all of a sudden all wanted to go ago. home? Yeah, ages <laughs> ago. Wanted to go home, play Civ Two. Yeah, I want to play. I've got total civilization horn on now oh, i feel really bad i went home after recording the last episode we did and i downloaded arena and daggerfall and they don't work on my laptop oh. the fuck i was really sad oh. mind you your laptop doesn't work it does now it got better which number is the new civilization five five, five. So really? five with hexes hexes instead oh of squares God. As as tabletop gamers around this table right now, oh my god, we are all extremely pleased to see hexadecimal tiles. But no, hexadecimal hexadecimal tiles. Hexadecimal. 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 Hexadecimal is a whole different thing involving sixes. That's a whole different kettle of shit. That's a different counting system. But yes, hexagonal tiles rather than squares, which is delectable, delicious. And they're hopefully Treat. improving the roads mechanics so less spaghetti? Yes, apparently the engineer AI is better and they will not spaghettify. I like spaghetti roads. But it looks gorgeous as a game. Yep. The, oh, the so screenshots. The screenshots. I really, I've always really loved the sort of different terrain options and the resources and stuff. And I really loved it when they became animated as well. Yeah. So you'd be like, oh, elephants are moving. Jumping <laughs> fish. We're going to kill them all. Civilization oh, no. is one of those games. I'd be where... really sad at that point because I would have been really joyful about how beautiful the Look at this beautiful surrounding land. area was. Harvest it. No, I'd be like, oh, this surrounding area is beautiful. Oh, God, wait. If people build cities here, it'll be destroyed. But if I don't, Burn someone it. else will. No, no, ah. It's like it. the way you play The Sims to murder little people. I feel really bad every time. That's why I've made a clean custom neighbourhood, so I won't have to anymore. If you want to feel good about that, build a load of soldiers, just build one little city, build a crap ton of soldiers, and keep people away from your idyllic landscape by killing them. Then slowly expand outwards and just take over their cities. Yeah, kind of culturally... Yeah, don't, the cultural don't build thing. over yeah. your beautiful land. Militarily. Protect, no. protect it with extreme prejudice. <laughs> Basically, take Which the Lost Warrior approach. It's very easy to protect something with extreme prejudice if you're going the fundamentalist route. Exactly. Hooray, we've got religious fanatics at the table, or at least people that like to roleplay as them. I'm not a religious fanatic, I just play one on TV. Can we... Yeah, Civilization, that was what I wanted to say. It's one of those <laughs> games which throughout its history, has only ever gotten better. Yeah. It is, it is consistently raised the bar. There's Apart never... from revolutions. 
Revolutions is a console port and not a proper fucking civilization game. Screw that shit. We're, t- <laughs> we're talking the main continuity thing because, like, normally you'll get one, and some of the additions and changes they've made are rubbish. Yeah, oh, that's but not really then... as cool. But Civ has always and consistently Sims three. Got How better. I hate you. So Civ five, holy shit balls! I'm looking forward to Civ five. And where are you going to buy it? Steam. Steam! Steam! Just like to point out... Hey, what's Steam? Uh, what's the name? Now, Elder Scrolls series, Bethesda Pack. It's not on special, but you do say something like 27 quid buying it in that way. You do? So it is a special. No, it's not a special. It is a... It's a... It's a bundle. It's a bundle which saves you money. Yes. Which is kind of a special compared to everything else. No, because that's oh. its regular price. That's the pack's regular price. It's not on special. Shut up! You do have to check these things out, because I did once see a bundle that was like two games for 15 quid, where you could buy them each individually for a fiver each. <laughs> because they were on special. And the bundle was not. Uh, sly. Uh, so we'll see if Civilization goes on special. It's been on special forever. Yeah. We'd actually put this episode out when we first recorded it. Civ five would have been on special when it came out. Yeah. The pre-order. The pre-order is always normally on special. Because it's Steam not out yet, that. unless this takes a hell of a long time to go out, in which it's case we so can claim the moral victory. No. Oh, okay. No, we can never claim the moral victory. Not we, with this show. We play as religious fundamentalists. So We've got all the moral the on our side. <laughs> what was that, Troy? I need the toilet. Very well, you're excused. Thank you. I need a cigarette break. Well... Let's have both those breaks at once. That's an exciting idea. I need to eat something. <laughs> Let's have all three of these breaks at once. <laughs> so, were we going to get back to finishing up about civilization? Yes, we were going to get back to civilization so we could stop talking about civilization. Right, civilization is a great series of games. It no is. matter which point in time you wish to jump onto the franchise, you're guaranteed a winner. Start from the beginning, and then when you reach the end, stop. Because the next one is coming out soon. You are guaranteed hours upon hours of world domination playtime with infinite replayability, play style, and just sheer fun, depending entirely on how you wish to play those games. And there are multiplayer versions of the games available. Holy shit! If you're into the mano a mano kind of blood sport computer game. Yeah, if you're depressing- into waiting for someone. Well, yeah, depressingly, I would. my dad had a computer downstairs and I had a computer upstairs, so we would play Civilization against each other, despite the fact that, you know, we could sensibly have sort of gone to one of the other's computers and played it in the turn-based multiplayer <laughs> instead, which would have involved a lot less shenanigans where he wandered off for coffee. That makes sense. Uh, equally... There's also free Civ out there. If you're not willing to gamble the pennies on it, there is a free recreation of Civilization that you can uh, get to grips with. But buy it. For the love of God. Very good. Get Civilization 2 test of time and play the Hawkmen. No, Merman! (laughs) Merman! Humans. Always humans. Aliens. Or undead. Although I think there's... That is the Yeah, yeah. So. That's what I'm saying. Because there was usually sort of like only one race that could have that map. Yes. Yeah. I think the goblins could, could go into the dwarves. end. Dwarves, could they use the underworld yes. map as well? Yeah. Except it was hell, so it makes no sense that that wasn't just an underworld map of I, I tunnels. I think it's, more, it's, it's the... Because it's um, Norse mythology. So it's literally underworld. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it was kind of Norse mythology mixed with Tolkien rip-off. Yeah. Which is why Jack loves it, because he's a Viking. 
<laughs> Jack loves it because right. he's an elf. Of all it, the people here, I am the least likely to be a Viking. You're a Listen. Jewish Viking. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think I'm. I'm definitely not a generous. Viking. I'm definitely not a Viking, but I think Jack is less likely to be a Viking than me. Yep, I'm too nice. <laughs> really? I'm a lover, not a fighter. Tell me about this. When did you become nice? Uh, um, I, uh, I don't own an axe. Okay. I bet you do. Probably. As a total well, Oh, shit, I do. Word. There we go. <laughs> shit, okay. I don't. So, it's, it's a short episode. Because, because it's bullshit. Yeah, it's because it's bullshit. And also, once you actually get down to it, civilization, there's a lot of it, but it's quite simple. Mm. The, the premise is just take over the world however you see fit. Mm. The gameplay is marvelously diverse. Yep. Go so, buy that shit. In conclusion, we all love it. Yeah, it's another one of those rare World 1 Stage 1 gems where we all go... Hells yeah! And we've actually brought a fourth person in to go, look, look at this universal agreement. Look. Yeah. This is so universal. We have to get extra people to make it even more universal. This has, by World 1 Stage 1 standard, 133.3 recurring percent approval. I can't, I can't stomach that uh, sort of numbering. Ah! They can't see me dying, can they? No. Okay, you'll have, to, you'll have to die more noisily. <laughs> Troy, Yo. Troy, oh, stop dead. answering! You're dead. You, you ruined it. You ruin everything. Hell, let me die one more time. No, no, you've ruined it now. There's no going back. No, no, the magic. No, there is no magic. Troy, prick, stop shaking your head. Can't you do anything right? And on that note, thank you for listening to World 1 Stage 1. I have been Simon. <sighs> I have been Lenin. And I have been Queen Elizabeth I. I was Elvis! That was World 1 Stage 1. Visit our website at world1stage1.com. Join our forum, send us an email. Or follow us on Twitter at W1S1. And, of course, our thanks go to Power Glove for our theme tune.